1: Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. Hey, this is Mick Jones a Foreigner, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcast. History in five songs with host Martin Popov, a production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin.
0: Hello, once again, welcome back to another episode of History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this vast Pantheon Podcast network. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right, so um, this is episode 77. Wow, we're getting up there. Um, We are going to be calling this one Southern Rock by Proxy. Um, I don't exactly know what the word proxy means, but you'll get the drift here. This is essentially an episode about bands that always felt like Southern rock bands, or maybe when I was younger, I even thought they were from the South. And even sometimes in some of these cases, you know, your mind wanders, your mind slips, and you forget where, you know, you forget various rock trivia, you forget where a band is from, and you just keep thinking they're from the South and you have to be reminded that they're not from the South sort of thing. Um. But, uh, but yeah, I always thought these were all uh, interesting cases, and, uh, and they all represent something a little bit different. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, let's, okay, let's take a listen to this first one, and then uh, we shall discuss. But yeah, these all have kind of different dynamics to the way that they are or aren't Southern rock bands uh, kind of thing. Um, so let's kick this off. Uh, take a listen to this. This is Point Blank with Rock and Roll Hideaway. On the
1: road playing rock and roll. Four scores, seven shows to go.
0: all right so we've got point blank in here uh why do we have point blank in here well it's because i didn't want to play you zz top again uh we've done zz top before what have we done shows on we've done shows on um making the blues interesting for metalheads um and that crosses over with this episode we had one recently pretty popular episode called southern rot where we talked about southern rock bands getting a kind of commercial um so yeah, there's there's a little bit of crossover uh, with some of these bands, um, but I think I've done ZZ Top on this show before. I wanted to uh, I wanted to play a different band, um, and uh, and this illustrates the the problem quite well. So the big problem here is um, if you're from Texas, are you a Southern rock band? This is a band from uh, Irving, Texas, Irvine, Texas. Um, I believe um probably getting that uh i don't know if it's irvine or irving um but uh yeah these guys are basically the baby uh the baby zz top um lone wolf productions bill ham who we just lost recently that's a whole story in itself Uh, when we were doing the zz top movie we were trying to get an interview with him over and over and over um it kept getting delayed he didn't want to do it secretive guy to the end and then he died um but uh we got access to the archive and stuff, which is a, another cool story in itself. Um, but, uh, anyways, um, so so Bill Ham, this is this is uh, essentially, like I say, the baby ZZ Top. They're from Texas. They have such a southern rock uh, sound, as you can tell from from that. I could have put these guys in the Southern Rot episode as well, because um, they uh, they went kind of that commercial feel with uh, later albums like airplay talk about a title there and on a roll um with not very southern rock uh covers but they totally fit in this thing uh because they definitely had a, a huge southern rock sound uh, they're kind of famous for uh covering highway star believe it or not um but yeah the, the first album's got like a like a big uh, shotgun pointed right at you totally looks like a southern rock album with the you know the uh the 3d uh silver kind of uh logo uh gun on the back um the second one's called second season and they're all sitting out uh on chairs in front of a hammock out in the country totally totally southern rock looking cover kind of green sepia tone that's that's a thing that's a theme as well these uh these sepia tone sort of uh pictures but lots of beards lots of mustaches in fact i'm looking at the second season uh, Five guys in the band. They all have beards and mustaches. They're all wearing blue jeans, uh, and two of them are wearing cowboy hats. And one of them has a hat on his knee. Um, that's what this uh, song we played was off of. Um, but yeah, so this so this Texas problem. I mean, problem. I mean, it's it's a problem for us who want to categorize all these things, I suppose. But yeah, I, I had a had an old, out of date, or out of date, out of print um, book called. Um, uh, the Southern Rock Review, which was 400 uh, record reviews. And, you know, the big issue there, and it turned into a debate when it came out, like, do you include ZZ Top? Because to me, ZZ Top uh, could have been in this episode. They're a quintessential, quintessential-sounding Southern rock band, I think. Um, and and Point Blank fits, fits right in there as well. Um, you know do you include see southern rock you can go i mean do you go a little bluesy and include stevie ray vaughn in this because okay is that is that a blues band is that a a a guitar hero band uh it's a texas band so i mean do you do you include them in here and then you can go further uh you know across from the, the the hub into the spokes of the wheel and uh you you could look at bands like Knit Singer, John Knitsinger, um, and Blood Rock. Um, you know, all of these bands. I actually um I had this book series, this Yield Metal book series, where I've written up the story of a Knitsinger album, a Blood Rock album, and a point blank album. Um you know these are these are mostly out of print. I think I have the seventy nine book still. I can still supply the seventy three to seventy five and the seventy six, but not the seventy seven, not the first one, not the seventy eight. Um, but uh, but yeah, point blank was in there, and uh, it's a little bit poignant for me because um, you know these guys I would are, were interviewing for for these uh, for the point blank one. I I think I interviewed two or three guys, and a couple of them or all of them uh, have died now. They've literally had. Uh, six members of that band uh, who have now passed on. The last surviving founding member is Buzzy Gruen. Um, but uh, yeah, singer and founding member member John O'Daniel, which I'm pretty sure I interviewed for the book. He died from cancer, um, November 17th, 2018. You know, unfortunately, that's another big Southern rock thing, isn't it? Um, band members dying. Um, you look at Skinner. You look at Molly Hatchet. Those are the two most egregious examples. Almond Brothers. But yeah, so the, so this is a band that uh, that you know if you're going to include ZZ Top, you got to include Point Blank. I think I included both of these uh, in that uh, in that Southern Rock book. Okay, so moving on. Um, yeah, just just to just, I'm not sure I said this, but yeah, six albums between 1976 and 1982. They came back and uh, and reformed and did some stuff later on too. So that's another thing southern rock bands do a lot, right? Break up and then come back. Um, all right, so moving on. Take a listen to this. This is Little Feet with Hate to Use Your Lovin. You're I just love Little Feet to Death. Uh, one of the greatest live shows I ever saw. Um, you know, this is the in one of the later lineups when they had uh, Sean Murphy, the female vocalist, dual vocalist up there on stage. I saw them at the Phoenix here in Toronto. They were unbelievable. They were so good. This Hate to Use Your Lovin' is off of the Reunion album. They broke up in 79. They came back in 88. This album, uh, Let It Roll, actually went gold. And they, they've done a little better than I thought they did. They have four gold records. But the thing with this band, of course, uh, is that they're from California. They're, they're kind of a splinter group off from uh, Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention. Um, and they're critically, critically acclaimed. People love this band, uh, but they are a California band. Uh, and, and I always, I mean, a lot of people who don't kind of think about these things think they're like a southern rock band because they have this strong association with new orleans they have slide uh in their sound um they have funkiness in their their sound they had a lot of members in the band a lot of mustaches and beards and stuff like that um lowell george classic classic um you know old rock and roll legend died of uh died of heroin uh overdose or abuse uh and um But yeah, people love, love, love this band. In fact, um, you know, Jimmy Page is said to have said they were his favorite band back in 1975. He said that, and you know, I've personally heard from the likes of Pete Agnew from, from Nazareth and Roger Glover, who, who adore these guys, you know, Roger Glover's solo career even goes kind of to little feet sort of places. Nazareth even has a little bit, I, I find once in a while, a little feet influence, um, so yeah, rock stars love this band, but uh, where's my Little Feet stuff here? So, um, you know, they have the the guys in the band. We've got Paul Barrear, Sam Clayton, Ke- Kenny Gradney, Richie Hayward, who I interviewed on the bus, fond memory he's now passed on, Bill Payne, Fred Taggart. They even sound like Southern rockers in their names. Um, you know, they've got later albums called things like Kicking at the Barn, uh, let's see. Waiting for Columbus. All these, you know, all this sort of like uh, neon parks um, artwork that looks a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Buffett Florida kind of, uh, you know, celebratory in the sun look. They've got a live album called High. Highwire Act live in St. Louis, so there's a there's a little southern rockiness to you. They've got an album called Dixie Chicken, and uh, and the song itself is is completely southern rock sounding. So yeah, a lot of slide in, in what they do, and they you know they come from the southern rock end of things that um that leans towards uh, the Almond Brothers. You know, I always hear you know three bands said at the same time, Almond Brothers. Uh, little Feet and Steely Dan, um, you know, so so they come from the sophisticated uh, muso virtuo, virtuosic sort of feel, um, you know, very kind of complex rhythms, polyrhythms coming out of Richie Hayward, um, just kind of cool, complicated songs, but they don't, but they make it sound easy. So yeah, it is a little bit like Almond Brothers, that sort of sublime, uh, jazziness, funkiness, you know, complicatedness. Um, but a great, great band. Uh, what else we got here? There's a couple more of my little feats. We got representing the mambo again. You this kind of neon parks uh, album art. Time loves a hero. You know, very deserty sort of look to it. Um, and there's my copy of Let It Roll. Um, So, yeah, just uh, just very much feel like a southern rock band and you almost sort of, you know, you, you, you kind of forget that they're not from down there. And, you know, this this brings up another point that I wanted to say, you like, remember, there was that big, huge country rock revival with Eagles and Poco and J.D. Southern and Linda Ronstadt and who else was from there? All those kinds of bands. Um, and 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 these guys fit at Flying Burrito Brothers, Birds. Um, and these guys kind of fit in that, but they're a little more rock and roll. They're a little more, frankly, interesting. I, I mean, I love Little Feet. Little Feet's one of my favorite bands, but just very, very cool, cool band. Um, but they sound very Southern rock and, again, very Almond Brothers sort of Southern rock. All right, that's two. Let's take a short break. We will be right back. Okay, back again here on History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff. This is called Southern Rock by Proxy, episode 77. Take a listen to this next track. We're on to track number three. This is the Pat Travers Band with Getting Better. Bye, bye, bye. All right. So maybe a bit of a weird choice, you might think. Um, Pat Travers, uh, originally from Ottawa, Canada, which uh, isn't even out in the country. It's a city, not a huge city, but and not even much of a rock and roll city. I mean, it's kind of known for Exciter came from there, Annihilator, uh, Jeff Waters came from there. Um, but um, so Pat Travers, uh, a Canadian um but he also he he moves to England for a while and there he picks up Nico McBrain, an English dude, Mars Cowling, English dude. Uh this is actually off of uh, off of that album, um you know with, that was a trio album with Nico. Uh this is his third album putting it straight. Um but as you can tell a very funky sound. He's kind of a bluesy rock guitarist with some funk. What does that sound like? It sounds like southern rock to me. Um Also some hard rock. So Southern rock is also known for its hard rock, right, as well. Um, And I think his voice sounds pretty Southern rock. He's got kind of a bluesy voice to him. Um, And, you know, so so later on, I, I mean, right after this album, he gets Tommy Aldridge in the band, who's from Black Oak, Arkansas very southern boy he looks like a farm boy you know wiry skinny dude um you know big big kind of kind of reddish weird sort of afro uh, on, on him but uh, <laughs> but um but yeah so so he gets a southerner in his band and um and you know another another reason like like just one of these weird reasons why why um some of this stuff and uh, you know the next one i'm going to say as well but um the go for what you know live album with those with those outdoor live shots on the back you know when when anytime I see, anytime I see one of those big outdoor rock stadiums, you know, sunny '70s things, it feels like that took place in the South somewhere, uh, and so it it always makes me think of a of a southern rock band for some reason, but. The main point there is that even on that album and Crash and Burn, you, you've, you've got like um, snorting whiskey, drinking cocaine, and uh, and go all night and Evie and these these good heat in the street, you know, with that with them sitting out on the street. Granted, it's a city, so you don't think really southern rock with cities, but you know, out outside like that, and they're all sitting in their in their like swim trunks, and what do we got here? Just putting it straight, Black Pearl, making magic. So making magic, he's out in the out out in the sort of deserty, you know, with sun in the background. Crash and Burn has a big, kind of a hot hot red planet cover. Heat in the Street, of course, is the one where they're all in their swim trunks, just laying around on the on the lawn furniture, and everybody is super hot. So it totally looks like a Southern Rock album cover, um, which brings up the other reason you think of Pat Travers as a Southern Rock guy. Um, so he, he long, long, long time ago moved to Florida. So, so you always think of him as a Florida man to quote Buck Darmoff, the new Bloister Cult album. There's actually a song called Florida Man. You don't think of him as a Florida man, but here he is proclaiming that he is. Uh, but Pat Travers, uh, so Flor- he's, he's essentially a Florida guy. Um, And, uh, you know, and the and the other thing uh, about Pat is that he went and made all those blues rock albums later on. And what does that sound like? That sounds like Southern rock as well. So so he's done lots of things to make you think he's sort of a Southern rock dude. All right. And, and, you know, the funkiness, you think of Mother's Finest from Atlanta. Um, so, so funkiness, bluesiness, Southern, you know, guitar hero ness, guitar solos, um, even his kind of look to him. Every, you know, there's a lot about Pat Travers that makes you think Southern rock. All right. Let's move on. Um, track number four. Take a listen to this. This is a band you might have heard of called Fog Hat with Stone Blue. <laughs> All right, so here you have, uh, you know, representing the English problem somewhat, um, or or the problem of bands with members from all over the place, or again, like Pat Travers, bands that move. Foghat, to me, let's look at the sound first of all, quintessential, quintessential southern rock band. They they totally sound like a southern rock band. You think of Slow Ride and Terraplane Blues and... Um, my babe and the energy the songs on energized. You think of Driving Wheel. You know, when I think of Southern Rock, I think of uh trucker songs. So you got Driving Wheel and Burning the Midnight Oil and uh Don't Run Me Down and all the all these things. Um, um Even Fool for the City sounds like sounds like a song, uh like a Southern Rock song. So so essentially Foghead is a splinter band from Savoy Brown who is a, uh, English blues band. So Foghat is, is kind of a strip away band from the British blues boom. The British blues boom, I mean, you could say a lot of that stuff sounds like a Southern rock band. You could say Humble Pie, uh, The Faces, uh, Trapeze for a, for a brief minute in the middle there. Uh, you could say Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street, um, is a Southern rock album, and even Beggars Banquet to some extent. Um, so, so you know, no one's ever going to say Rolling Stones is a Southern rock band because they're so they're so massively huge. Everybody knows where they're from, and they're so associated with England, anyways. But this whole British blues boom thing, definite crossover. You know, ZZ Top essentially was was um, uh, influenced by by the blues boom, Jimi Hendrix but, you know, Seattle, but moved to, moved to England, but Cream, Yardbirds, all that stuff. So a lot of these bands, um, a lot of the Southern rock bands are, are super, super influenced by the British blues boom. You know, you think of the ultimate, um, you know, marriage, uh, you know, uh, uh, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla, Eric Clapton, the, the Delaney folks, all that thing. So um, there, there was a lot of carryover. You think of bands recording in Memphis, Led Zeppelin coming and doing. I think it's Led Zeppelin 3 uh, in uh, Ardent. I think it is. Is that what it's called with uh, with Terry Manning or whatever? But um, so Fog had have the, had, they have this complicated history. But okay, so let's so let's look at it. So. Roger Earle, long, 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 long time, um, you know, American, lives in New York. Uh, Rod Price was English. Tony Stevens, the bass player, was English. But Craig McGregor was from Iowa. So, you know, the classic lineup, Craig, you know, we dearly departed. We lost him to cancer. But the in the current lineup, Brian Bassett is from Pittsburgh. Charlie Hewn is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, you know, this is a band uh so so this is a band uh, that that's that's just as american as they as they are british you know they 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 be, they they started a lot more british uh but they are really considered america's band like one of you know one of america's own in a way you think of you think of slow ride or or like i say drive and wheel night shift um all these things that, that just feel like the American experience, uh, driving tunes, trucker tunes. You know, another thing I want to bring up, so so again, <laughs> Fog Hat Live has those outdoor live shots. And again, that that, that just makes me feel Southern Band. And also, um, nudie con nudie suits so you think of the uh, the Nashville uh, the suits with all the spangles and glitter on them fog hat uh, adopted uh, that somewhat in the 70s they they kind of got into that look so that gives you that that country Nashville southern rock sort of feel to them as well i thought lonesome dave had a very um sort of um southern rock bluesy singing style there's slide guitar there's long hair mustaches uh in this band um so so many things about, about foghat feel to me like a southern rock band i'm looking at the cover of night shift you got three massive handlebar mustaches in the band out of four guys um you've got the you've got the brown period album covers just like zz top you've got rock and roll outlaws and uh, and rock and roll Um, and the first one is is just like a like a black and white sepia tone photo um, you know, later on, Eric Cartwright joins the band, and this, they, they go into their sort of new wavy, uh, you know, radio, radio-friendly period, but Eric Cartwright is from New York, Nick Jameson, famous dude, uh, for his acting later, but he was instrumental in their big hit album, Fool for the City, and he's from Missouri, um, so a lot of reasons to, uh, you know, to, to call them an American band, uh, certainly, and when you call them an American band, what do you really mean? You, you kind of you know if you're going to take it away from England and call them American band, you're kind of thinking Southern rock uh, in a way. but putting all that aside, they totally 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 sound like a quintessential perfect Southern rock band. All right. Let's move on. We are up to our last uh, selection. Take a listen to this this, uh, this is one of the more interesting cases. This is Bachman Turner Overdrive with Gimme Your Money please..
1: Stay on,
0: right so bto famously from canada um i i guess uh what all more or less uh you know manitoba winnipeg um band offshoot band from the guess who um so uh very interesting choice here so so i this this debut album that this song came from Almost every song on this album and many, many songs throughout the catalog sound like absolutely quintessential Southern rock songs. Um, why do they sound that way? There's a lot of traditional rock and roll in what they do, boogie-woogie, a little bit of bluesiness, even a little bit of jazziness out of Randy Bachman. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely a, a, a versatile guitar player, um, but that, that jazziness makes me think a little bit of the Almond Brothers when they do that sort of stuff, blue collar. Uh, and whatnot, but um, also in the gruff vocals of Fred Turner, which you hear on this uh, song that I used as an example here. And then Randy has that thin, fey, high voice, and sometimes you hear that in Southern rock as well. So so they've got these two singers. Both of them feel kind of Southern rock to me. Um, they have lots of songs about trucking and driving. Uh, they've got an album called Four Wheel Drive. Where's my, where's my BTO stuff here? Um, so... Yeah, BTO2, you know, Bachman Turner, you know, said they've got a gear as their logo. Um, They've got long hair, beards, and mustaches. Um, You know, they're both, you know, Fred and Randy were both famous for their big barrel-chested, big beer bellies on them. So they totally look like Southern Rock guys in that sort of overweight look. Um, and this is another band as well, uh, like Foghat, and even more so are associated with, uh, with the nudie suits, nudie Con. So, so they, they look like a country rock band, and yet they rock hard. Now, what, what does that mean? That, that means you're a southern rock band. Uh, they just happen to be from Canada, but, you know, famous for taking care of business, Let It Ride, um, Tramp. Uh, what else we got here? So they got an album called Four Wheel Drive um let's see what's on here okay so we don't need to name those songs so this this one that i played um this is one of the first kind of heavyish albums i ever owned this bachman turner overdrive the, the first album Uh, just called BTO or Bachman Turner Overdrive. Uh, So that was Give Me Your Money, Please. We've got Hold Back the Water, Blue Collar, Little Gandy Dancer, total, total Southern rock song. Stayed awake all night uh, in the future will be covered by Crocus, but it sounds Southern rock, down and out, man. Don't get yourself in trouble. Thank you for the feeling. I mean, this this entire record sounds like the most Southern rock album you ever heard in your life, and yet they're from Canada. Um, But uh, yeah, so they got an album called Freeways um you know so what do we got on here shotgun rider my wheels won't turn and the title track freeways uh bto japan tour not not a band that you associate with japan in any way whatsoever um (laughs) but here they are yeah slow down boogie uh roll down the highway right um so there you go. I've I've always argued this. I mean, we had a we had a little debate with my my little email group with uh, with Monty Connor and the like. And I I basically said, told, told them, look, man, this this is such a southern rock band. It's not funny. Sledgehammer. They cover Mississippi Queen. I'm looking at the live album here. There's roll on down the highway again. Yeah, they're not fragile albums. Got a big box of gears. Um, he's got a he's got a Michigan State uh, shirt on, so it's not Southern rock, but it's American. It makes you think America. Um, but yeah, you see, you see a you know a, a resplendent nudie suit here. Um, yeah, the funny thing about this album. Randy told me, I remember they called it not fragile to, uh, contrast it with yes is fragile. So, so they're like the rough and tumble guys, right? Uh, versus yes. So it was a little dig at yes, but, uh, but yeah, so, so, uh, so incredibly Southern rock in so many ways, this band, um, that I had to include them in here as uh, as Southern rock by proxy. There you go. Um, so that is, uh, this week's episode. If you like this show and want to support future episodes, please go to Kofi rhymes with no fee, uh, dot com slash Martin Popoff. hit that red support button, buy me a coffee or a pint. Um, yeah, we've got a we've got a nice uh, a nice little batch of uh, of of supporters. I really appreciate it, guys. I love the encouragement uh, to to make me uh, you know check in and do this show uh, every day. I want to thank uh, Blaze Barshaw, Todd Bookman, Bruce Campbell, Andrew Clark, Dave Fisher, Jeremy French, Matthew. Kuyper? Cooper? Uh, Kevin Latham, Jamie Laszlo, Jason Leonard, Augustin Garcia de Paredes, Brian Sager, Jared Shelton, Andrew Smith, Colston Veer, Roberto Vega, and Robert Yates for their kind support. Uh, As always, you can go to martinpopoff.com for your book needs. Um, I recently got in last week, and it's doing rather well, the new Angel book. Uh, What did I call it? The The Fortune, On the Rocks with Angel. I've still got the Thin Lizzy hardcover. I just checked I still have a supply of the Merciful Fate. I'm down to my last box on Van Halen Unchained, a Van Halen user manual. I've still got the Thin Lizzy uh, hardcover. Yeah, the Maiden. Did I say that already? The Maiden Trilogy. Oddly, I can supply all of that. I've got about one box left of all of that, so we're we're talking 30, 40 copies. Um, there you go, martinpopoff.com. Thanks again for uh, checking in and listening. We shall talk to you next time. Bye for now
1: at R&R Archaeology.